My day has been good. I woke up at 5 a.m. and I took my roommate Nathan to the airport. After that, I went and got an oil change. Are you the Tin Man? I am the Tin Man. So you got your own oil change? I got my own oil changed. Got myself nice and lubricated up. Nice. So all of my joints are nice and good to go instead of squeaky as hell. I appreciate it. Where do they drain the oil out from you? Into the abyss. Well, like, where does it come out of your... What would we loosen on you? His tombstone. Out of my tombstone. Or my... My... One more. Epicenter of the earthquake is where the most devastating damage is. Yeah. You can read all about it in my tell-all memoir. Which is called my It's gonna be hard to find on Amazon. I am Philip. First we'll have a little chat, then put on our Now it's time for next episode. And we're here with we have faces. Well, two thirds of a face. Hey guys, how are you? Hey. Would you care to introduce yourselves? Yeah, I'm Grant Ertle. And I am Justin Betancourt. And who are we missing today? We are missing Kenneth Pierce. But we brought the trophy, which is sort of like standing in for him. That's true. Say hi, trophy. Hi. Nice work. That's the first time I've heard the trophy talk. Well, it won't be the last. Oh, okay. Hello, yeah. trophy. Just feel free to chime in. You've been a little shy you've been, at this point. You've been sitting in my apartment for like a couple months or so. Ooh, you think you could have said sad. something. That's sad. The trophy just doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, you've never talked to me before. All right, trophy. You're really boosting my self-esteem here. You're talking up a storm. You and I could have had a delightful chat. Well, I had a delightful chat with Nathan, your roommate. What? You talked to Nathan? Of course, the... I, of course I did. He's really oh. nice and friendly. Everything. Nathan uh, Kelly Rouse? Local improviser? Yeah. Uh, he's He's pretty good. He's pretty famous. He's really friendly. Okay, trophy. <laughs> I would watch this buddy comedy. Justin and a trophy. I feel weird because I think I'm going to take him home after this. And it seems like you guys have Yay! stuff you need to sort out. <laughs> oh, no. The trophy is so excited to go home with Grant. Now that I know that the trophy is sentient, Justin. I'm very embarrassed at what the trophy has seen. Well, oh, shit. You should be. Trophy? I was watching the whole time. I, I don't swear, sleep. I where swear, do you keep trophy, the trophy? If you say anything, where do you keep the trophy? Like, has it seen you change? No, I don't. I keep Is it the in trophy. the bathroom. It's no. because you don't change. You just walk around like that all the time. Trophy, never... what did I tell you about squealing? You heard it here first. Justin Bettencourt is, is a never nude. Look, it's something that I've been coming to terms with. Hey, there are dozens of them. Dozens. Dozens. <laughs> The trophy sits... And most of them come over when Nathan's not around. <laughs> trophy! You have never nude meetings? I... Okay. This is something I'm going to reveal that I've never talked about before. I am the never nude Grand Commissioner. <laughs> grand Commissioner? Yeah. Is that like the... Don't say it. I won't Just say don't it. say it. I won't say it. We have the meetings <laughs> at my place. And if you think about it, the trophy's never nude either. Well, True. I keep the trophy in my living room, and that's also where I discuss all of my plans. I call it my bedroom. Now I know it's the trophy's bedroom. Trophy, do you think of it as your bedroom and Justin just kind of hangs out there? Yeah. That's I don't mind. <laughs> all right, trophy, who pays rent? I like that Grant is addressing the trophy, even though it means he's not talking into his <laughs> microphone. 
It's it's just the polite. It is polite. Do. It's very polite. It's polite to look at who you're talking to. Keeps me, yeah. I don't know. Now that we've settled some maybe long-standing issues amongst the group, what? should we get to talking about the group? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I would like that very speaking much. Speaking of long-standing issues within the group, yeah. You gonna introduce us? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> and as always, I am joined today by. Philip Simondet, and your host, as always, is Matt McLeod. Thanks, Philip. We'll see you in about twenty-two minutes. That yeah, was we'll pretty fucked up. Did you almost forget your co-host? I, yes, I did. All Tro- right, trophy language, please. We're gonna have some problems living together. Oh, guess I'm not the only one the trophy hates. I never hated you. I just, you know, you never talked to me. Anyway, well, now I feel bad. I feel like a jerk. You're not a jerk. You're never nude. I'm going to go to sleep now. All right. Good night, Trophy. Good night, Trophy. Oh, it's going to snore the whole time? <laughs> it's never going to not be snoring? That's that's going to be obnoxious. It's going to make it hard for one person to It'll talk. It'll be very easy to, to keep that up, but it's going to be obnoxious. So, guys, you won Troika this year. And Troika runs concurrently with March Madness, uh, the basketball tournament. And this is an improv tournament. Yeah. In uh, a huge theater, which is uh, a long-form theater in uptown Minneapolis. And it pits um, several uh, teams against each other uh, in a head-to-head competition, tournament style. And you won it this year. Yes. Yes, um, we did. The thing about Troika is that it random. you just submit your name, and they'll randomly select improvisers and mix and match them with people they've never worked with before. Mm-hmm. And in the case of Grant and Ken, I had never even met them. Right. Until, you know, I met them at our first rehearsal. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and that's the case in, in a lot of Troika groups. That That's what one of the things that's so neat about Troika. It was started by Dan and Ellen Jaquette. And this year, I believe it was... Well, it was brought here. It, it's a thing in their hometown. Yes, that's true. And it, they asked, and they have brought it to us. Right. Oh. And uh, yes, you're you're absolutely right. What well, is it? Uh, Philadelphia? Yeah, it's Philadelphia. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure which theater started it out there. But, uh, but Dan and Ellen have produced it here. So what, one of the things that's so neat about it is that the way people get selected is the only criteria is that they can't have worked together before. Yes. And so oftentimes it's people that don't even know each other. Um, So how was that uh, getting together, the three of you, and meeting for the first time and just diving in to do improv? Because you only get two weeks, I believe, right? Before your first show? Uh, Yeah, it was was around there. Um, Two, maybe three? Yeah. Yeah. And we actually only were able to have one rehearsal before the first show. And leading up to it, I was sort of afraid that we weren't going to get a rehearsal before the first show. Yep. Yeah. Um, because when they e- emailed out the notifications of the teams, that was at the same time that um, in February I was recently hospitalized. Right. And I got the email when I was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. So I was like, okay. And you have to answer within I'm like 18 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was glad that my roommate Nathan let me know. Yeah. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have checked my email. Sure. Yeah, that that had to have been a pretty crazy turnaround for you guys. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting because I just saw it. I'm like, I kind of follow huge on like Facebook and whatever. And I'm, I mean, I don't really like 
go to the theater as, as much as I probably should. So like it popped up and I kind of was like, oh, this looks fun. Signed up kind of on a whim. I didn't know that like it was like not everyone gets assigned a team. Yeah, it's like less than a quarter of the people that sign up get assigned a team. Yeah, I talked to someone yeah. later. Yeah. He's like, I've signed up the last three years and like I haven't gotten on. I was like, oh, I feel pretty fortunate yeah. then. Yeah, I, I think I've submitted my name to Troika <clears throat> three times and this was the first year mm-hmm. that I actually got hmm. on a team. Yeah, so it was kind of one of those weird things that I guess just kind of worked out. I don't know. I thought we had like some, I mean, it was kind of like we had good chemistry. We're all like kind of on the same page, it seemed like even from the get go. I thought anyway. Yeah. I mean, we, we got together and it didn't take us long to figure out what we wanted to play around with. I think it was Grant originally that came up with the idea for the form. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of threw out an idea that I'd wanted to do something with like more narration kind of as like a lead into like a a sketch. I don't know what was a scene. Yeah. Lead into like a scene. Sorry. I'm blank there. It's okay. So I had this idea of kind of like making a like a 50s info informational like movie kind of mm-hmm. and uh we tried it and it just it just worked like right away I guess I thought yeah yeah so like we just sort of do an in, an opening narration of something you would see in like a 50s film strip educational video mm-hmm. and uh while one person is narrating we have the two other people sort of do poses of what that person's describing Mm -hmm. and we just pull themes from that and launch into it and launch into a a scene after that yeah Yeah. and so with every edit do you do a new 50s film strip we usually do a couple scenes between narrations Mm -hmm. yeah but a lot of our a lot of times the scenes tend to be longer than you would see in a typical montage Mm -hmm. seem like the throat trachea we would um, like the first time we do a few like returns to the 50s I think we, we each did one narration and the second one there was a little bit more and then the third one I think we had like six or seven like returns to the narration so I thought that was kind of interesting how it kind of changed over the over time yeah we sort of just were letting it evolve yeah as it went on well it, I mean tr- that's the nature of Troika is you workshop it as you go I mean the, yeah. the yeah. P- performances are a place to experiment uh in a way yeah truly because you, you you just don't have time i i know this because last year i was in it and uh you know one i guess oh nice whatever <laughs> I uh, know that. yeah so what happened when you did this show did you have to did philip just interview <laughs> did we have a guest host uh i thought we did i don't remember did you can find it in the archives of yeah. noisepicnic.com yeah the Good episode boy. is called sultans of silly sultans of silly there's no uh paywall that it's behind no 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 premium service for next at bat no we don't do that it's all there for your pleasure for it, free it's it's there for the posterity of our improv scene which, by the way, we're recording, you are the 2017 winners. Yes. When yes. people are looking back at the archives, they'll want to know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, 2017. Uh, we what were, year did Troika have faces? We've recorded mm-hmm. all of the winners so far, right? Yeah, it is tradition to have the Troika winners on. And we've had, this is the third year they've done it in Minneapolis, right? And we've had... Yep. Fourth, or, or fourth, I believe. Fourth. Because it's... It was Murmur... Flowers for Megatron. Had flowers. Yep. Uh, Sultans of Silly. Silly. And now we have faces. Right. It's the fourth, and we have had all of them on yes, we have. after their win. Yep. 
Uh, and some of the second place people. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> hey, let's start talking about the second place team. <laughs> Overnight is great. Uh, yeah, they, they are actually. Uh, but uh, that's Townswick Gillen and, and Jesse Burroughs. When you first got together and you started playing around with this form, what sort of exercises were you doing? Because, I mean, it's not like you jump in and you automatically have like trust and easy communication with each other. I, I know that it just doesn't work. I know that you can have chemistry, but but to develop like a feel for how the other people work in scenes and a feel for how the other people edit and a feel for uh, the other people's approach to improv and sensibilities and are they um, support or aggressive or, you know, you know, things like that. How did that go? Tell me about that process for kind of feeling each other out and finding your place in the group, that sort of thing. Uh, I feel through the rehearsal we had and then just actually through the shows, we right. sort of figured out what kind of players the other uh, our other teammates were. And I think at the first rehearsal, we sort of talked about things in improv that we like to do. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, myself, I am more of an absurd mm -hmm. and high energy improviser. So I like to take scenes to weird places. Right. I think I'm very like, uh, I don't know, very like verbal, I'd say. Like I like to kind of enter scenes and create stuff with uh, dialogue almost like probably 90% of the time. So kind of, I guess a lot of Idrella humor is like being like kind of more of like the the kind of like straight person mm -hmm. kind of reacting to like what's going on. I think that kind of meshed well with like, what uh, Justin was doing. And then Ken kind of could play both sides, I thought. Yeah, Ken's kind of the wild card. He'll, yeah. He can come in and make the scene super weird, mm -hmm. or he'll just play a grounded character. But uh, he's a very supportive player. Yeah, Truly, yeah, he is super supportive. Like, he'll fit in wherever you need him to. Yeah, whatever yeah. you throw at him, he'll he'll take it and he'll amplify it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So how, how was that? Like, Grant, have you played with people like justin before who are i mean i've seen justin play before you're very absurd like you like to take it to the kind of crazy very early and 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 play there yep. uh have you played with people like that before no i don't think so like it was it was it was nice to kind of get in there and like you know try to keep pace with these two guys who are much more experienced than i am um yeah i just i think i've i've I think I have a lot of, uh, you know, knowledge and whatever about improv, but mm -hmm. um, I haven't put a lot of practice into it. Sure. So just kind of like learning on the fly. It was it was really interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I kind of just kind of let a lot of stuff happen and um, found ways to like kind of make it make it better, I guess. So, mm -hmm. yeah, be supportive. And then when, you know, kind of being the focus and kind of bringing my own kind of style to things as well, I thought it just kind of ended up being something that worked pretty well and then like the flip of that is you know being the absurd character you still have to be very aware of what the reality is where the entry point is for the audience and stuff like that yeah and he's probably the entry point for the audience a lot of the time yeah i'd say that's true um while i do like to keep my characters grounded even though they're very absurd i they believe their own absurdity. Yes. Right. Uh, that's a good way to describe it. But I think that having someone like Grant who plays more rooted in the reality of the world, mm -hmm. it helps the audience 
ease in and see what it would be like if they were in that world. Right. And and how was it? Was it easy to play off of Grant from the beginning, or did did you have to find, uh, like he said, he, he like Grant said, he's more verbal, uh, and you're probably a little bit more of a physical player, I guess. Yeah, I'd I'd say that's true. It was the first rehearsal is always where you're just figuring out how mm-hmm. people play, right. and there's certain trademarks of improv. But after just a couple of scenes we sort of found what worked and clicked mm-hmm. and it was very easy to start working with both of them. Mm-hmm. My big question is how, like what clicked? I mean, both of you guys are telling me that things clicked and meshed. Tell me more. When something beautiful happens, yeah. Yeah. It, you can't really describe it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just keep thinking about like that, second uh show when we were on stage and like we did the like the um the bit with the armadillo and that was that's like a good example of you being like an absurd character yeah that got real weird but i think i think the thing is that we were willing to just support each other no matter what mm-hmm. and we didn't we didn't really have limits as to what we thought was too weird or too outside the box it was whatever i threw at them or Ken threw at us, we just accepted it. So I think that was the main thing that really made it click was just we were we knew that we were there for each other and just doubled down on that. Yeah, we were just very open to to what what was happening and it was easy for us to sink into like a lot like the game a lot of the time, I think. I think um mm-hmm. uh we would find ways to kind of escalate like kind of what's happening and uh like build off each other in that way like like with that armadillo scene it's like we find this anthropomorphized armadillo and he's like this like bizarre creature in this world and then like like ken come like i'm like this guy who finds him and then ken like interviews him for like this sort of like i don't know like barbara walters kind of like special Mm -hmm. um and then like and then he's get his broadway show and he's still depressed and i'm like trying to like like manage him and like like kind of figure things out and it's just like that was kind of like a a really good progression of like i think that where that could go and uh i think that was like the last thing because i don't i don't know what an arm like would he go would dilly go to space after that would be his next thing probably (laughs) probably (laughs) but you can only do so much in 20 minutes that's true absolutely uh yeah finds out that he's a reincarnation of jesus Uh, Um, Do you know how hard it is to be an armadillo who has Jesus inside? <laughs> Do you know what my would be? Do you think that it was partially like the situation of Troika, like this whole idea of like you three circling the wagons, like you need to be a combined unit. And so the kind of the pressure of the situation, like, you know, you want to win partially but maybe even just you want to put on a good show so it kind of forces that support or is it more chemistry or is it something entirely different what's what's causing this like unusually fast support because i see groups that are together for a long period of time that aren't able to dive in and trust each other with those kinds of levels of support i think part of it is like i'm usually like a little bit like if i'm in it with a group of like 
six people or whatever and we're like improvising yeah um i tend to hang back a little bit more but you don't have that option you can be lazy three of them yeah yeah Yeah, i don't really have that chance to wait to see what develops so i just had to kind of get in there and kind of you know be that guy get out of my comfort zone really quick and uh yeah luckily you know whenever i would take a leap these guys would kind of be able to like support me through it i guess so i think that that's where i came at it i don't know yeah, I think we were all sort of on the same page with what we wanted out of Troika. It wasn't so much we that we... wanted a trophy. We wanted that trophy. We wanted it more than anything in the sweet, world. sweet, gold trophy. <laughs> oh, trophy woke up. Oh, trophy woke up. I, I think it was... We didn't really... At least I didn't personally care about winning right. or... It's not really about or that. Or being the, the funniest group or anything. I just wanted to have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that was this... I think... Ken and Grant were on the same page there. So the fact that we all wanted the same thing and we're all on the same playing field mm-hmm. just made it easier. Although winning's pretty sweet. You get a two-month run out of it. It's true. Uh, and by progressing, you get more shows. I mean, that that's a pretty great bonus for consistently winning yeah, yeah winning absolutely. was great but i i don't think it was the no no it's not no. the yeah i get what you're saying we get a sweet talking trophy yeah hell yeah the winning was nice though i mean i don't, I don't win at things typically so yeah. <laughs> nice change of pace improv is the place where people who usually don't win can win truly truly <laughs> yeah that's true uh, we're all winners in improv. Yay. I mean, I'm the only one here who has not won Troika. So, hey, buddy. Well, you've never been in it. That's also true. You hang in there. One day you'll be in Troika and you'll win it all by yourself. Just a one man trio. Uh, hey, Philip, we should yeah. enter and tell them that we've never been <laughs> in a group together. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that was true. But Emperor Penguin. But then Emperor Penguin happened. Yeah. Oh, good name. What do you think of We Have Faces as a name? Is it grown on you? G-R-O-A-N. Boom. Oh, <laughs> explain, like the, explain the paper plate masks. Okay, so we didn't really have, we didn't come up with a name very quickly. None of us were really having any ideas. And then we got an email from the people who run Troika. They're like, we're going to give you a really dumb name if you don't. That's what happened to us. <laughs> they gave us the Sultans of Silly. Well, they didn't give us that. We, uh, we should just let them give us the name. We should have just, better. yeah. <laughs> uh, we didn't have a name. And they were like, you're going to get a really dumb name. And then Ken was just like, what about We Have Faces? And oh, I didn't like, know Ken came up with it. Yeah, Ken. I thought, okay. Yeah, Ken emailed us and was like, what about We Have Faces? And think, we were just like, fine. I think I was at work and I saw that. I was like, mm, what about like face commander or like uh i don't know something weird like that but then, oh, man. but then you said like oh that sounds great and i'm like all right yeah that sounds great yeah if you said face <laughs> commander i would have been on board with that too what about that's kind of hard to put on paper <laughs> i want to work with the mask thing either yeah and the mask was just like <clears throat> i i think i like i like what you said but well, yeah, I mean, I've seen Which Troika in the past. Well, you said like, oh, well, it's be kind of gimmicky, but Troika is all about gimmicks. Yeah, I Troika was, in my mind, just every group had to have some sort of gimmick uh, if you wanted to be recognized. So I was like, all right, we'll just make little faces on, on paper plates. Sure. Uh, it's like the professional wrestling of, uh, <laughs> of improv. <laughs> yeah, and we wanted to be the John Cena. Yes. Oh, who doesn't? I wanted to be Sting. 
All right, Grant can be staying. <laughs> and we walk in fields of gold. Thank you, Trophy. Uh, <laughs> and overnight, yeah, they wear, wear pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to take the mask. I wanted to take it like up every week, like paper plates the first week, then like paper bags the second week. And, and then like, juggalo makeup the yeah, third juggalo week. Yeah, juggalo makeup, <laughs> ski mask. Something there was like already that. a juggalo group last year. Oh, that's, oh, right. that's right. There was. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> But Grant, you gotta you gotta make these things known. You, Wasn't that these hybrid? ideas? I would have yeah. I would have been on board. With uh, all I actually these went things. the first week. I went over to Caffrey's and they had like head size paper bags, and I was like, ah, I don't want to be too insistent on this, but this would be a good idea. Grant, you had a better name idea. You had a, a idea to progress these. Yeah, you gotta understand. I'm you not, gotta get off this black wall, man. Yeah. You're not in a yeah, group man. of six. You're in a group of three. Yeah, you I'm, uh, I was kind of well. I was like, I was like, if, kind if of, your feet are telling you to jump, you fucking jump, man. I know, right? Uh, I just kind of like hanging in the back a little bit, though, because this is like these guys. This is isn't new turf for them, but for me, it was like eh, I'm gonna just test the waters a little bit. New turf for everybody. Also, the second week we did these spooky masks, right? Uh-huh. I did a pumpkin. Ken did a ghost, and we were like, hey, Grant, just draw a quick Frankenstein. He draws the most beautiful, photorealistic <laughs> Frankenstein I have ever seen. I still have it in my house somewhere. Yeah. In marker in like 10 minutes. And I n- never got over it <laughs> because it was so great. I like to draw. Um, you can look at some of my work on uh, grantertle.com if you so choose. There's oh, some cool. illustrations on there, but. So. Uh, so you guys do have uh, a run coming up. It's going to be September, October? Yes, okay. September and October. Which is very cool. I'm assuming you're going to be able to rehearse between now and then. Hopefully. <laughs> we got to communicate more through our one email thread that mm-hmm, we had mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think the plan is? Or, or m- maybe you haven't said it out loud yet. What, what is the hope that you have to uh, maybe progress the form or... You know, push some things. Now that you've uh, you're done with the sprint, now you get to kind of breathe a little bit and think. You know what worked, what didn't work. Where do you want to take this? Yeah, I'll let you feel this one, Grant. I like that both of you should feel it. <laughs> I like the fewer, like just letting the form kind of go from scene to scene instead of like returning to the um, narration a little bit more. But I don't have a serious problem with it going to that more frequently. Yeah, I think it's. The way we've the way we've done it, it's just progressed organically, and I think that's probably the way that we're just gonna keep we're just gonna keep working at it, and whatever comes out of it, we go with. Mm-hmm. I personally don't have any set plan; just rehearse and have fun with it, just like we did from the beginning. But um, with paper bags, one week at least. One week at least, we'll have paper bags. Uh, then maybe one week. If it's through October, we could just, I don't know, the Halloween, maybe. Just a different mask every week. Something like that. I'm still confused about the masks. Is this just for the intro? Yeah. Yes. It's okay. like we have faces. So we come out and we don't. And it was it was kind of our, our gimmick, too, was like uh, Ken would go out and we'd do like the coin toss. He goes first. And he would wear the mask and he wouldn't speak. So he would point at his head if and always <laughs> signal he wanted heads. What if he wanted tails? I don't know. We didn't have a plan for that, did we? He point, Just always he, pick heads. He would point at his vestigial tail. <laughs> I was kind of worried. The second two, second two times we went, we were going second, and before that, 
all of the teams that went first would were winning. Or no, no, no. Flip-flop it. Flip-flop it, yeah. So the first week we went second, um, and then the following two weeks we went first. And we noticed a trend that all of the teams that were going second were the teams that were progressing because obviously fresh the team that is fresh in people's minds will usually win. So we were super worried. But you won. We went first the second two weeks, yeah, and we were did pretty pretty good. It worked out. Yeah. That's all I'll say about it. It worked out. Worked I, out. I think that it should become a foursome. So, sorry, what did you say, Trophy? I think that you should become a foursome. Add Trophy. Uh, Trophy. Look, we think you're great. Um, oh, I've heard this shit before. We're just not, we're not looking to expand um, at this current time. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. Look, so, so Silly said the same thing. Tro- trophy. Same with Flowers from Megatron. I'm sorry. The, the group is called. Remember, I mean, let me called, play with them. The group is called We Have Faces, and I'm sorry, but. You don't have a face. You can't oh. put a paper bag over my shit. Grant, you can't just tell someone they don't have a face. I'm just, I'm just. Apparently, you're spacious. Oh, oh, now we have that reputation. Hey, we've been trying to get more trophies into improv. Thanks I'm a lot, guys. Jeez. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you, Philip. Uh, look, if there's ever a time that we're looking to add a cast member, we, we will, we will contact Trophy. Truly, truly, Trophy. You contact are... me. I've been living with you. Well, yeah, that's how we'll that's how we'll contact you. It's the easiest thing. I won't even have to get your email or anything. I'll just, you know what? Forget it. I forget I said anything. Oh, trophy! Come on, trophy! Don't leave! Oh, trophy! Oh, come on! I got a buddy. He's got a plaque. Maybe you guys could start a team. He's gone, guys. He's gone. That's a bummer. That was a bummer. Now no Troika team is ever gonna have a trophy again. Yeah, maybe because he walked out the door to start his own destiny. Does that mean we have to buy the the next trophy for the next Troika group? Probably. Ugh. Also, you can follow on iTunes the uh, the story of Trophy. Uh, it's a new podcast where he will. Uh, <laughs> it's by the makers of Serial. Yeah, it's from the makers S-Town. of Serial. Sarah Canning will narrate it, and Trophy will tell you about his travels. Well, speaking of somebody who never travels anywhere, now's the time of the mic or time of the show where I throw the microphone over to Philip Zimmerdet for a brand new segment that we call. Phillips Corner! It's Phillips Corner! Hello, welcome to Phillips Corner. Uh, This is a brand new segment that we're going to try for the very first time today. Uh, I've been bugging Matt to let me do anything during during this interview. I relented. Uh, And so he said, fine, fine, you can ask a couple questions at the end. Uh, and so that's Phillips Corner. I'm going to... Preliminary s- edition. <laughs> yeah, demo demo tape. Look, you've told, me, you've told me the premise of this segment. Sounds great. Great. Don't cool. know how it's going to go, but... Well, here's how it's going to go. I'm going to uh, look into your eyes and come up with a question. And please answer brilliantly, or Matt will never let me do this again. Should we be True. in an actual corner for this, or... Oh, yeah, step into my corner. Okay. Shh. <laughs> Okay. Everything's yeah. velvety and meat. Yeah. Just rotting rotting meat. I feel like I've seen this somewhere in a dream. Oh, it'll haunt you. And I will see it in future dreams. <laughs> For sure. So I'll stare deep in your eyes and ask you a question. I'll start here. Okay. Grant. Yes. What's the longest thing you've ever written? Um I wrote like a 
60-page screenplay when I was in college. Ooh. Yeah. It was about, like, a guy who graduated from college and couldn't find a job and worked at a resort and got a local girl pregnant. Um, Ooh. All of which ended up happening to me, except for the last part. Wait, this is before it happened? Yeah. This it was, was a prescient it was like, foresight. I kind of, yeah, I wrote screenplay. kind of about, like, being, like, worried about this stuff, I guess. But, uh, yeah. You write screenplays that predict the future? <laughs> uh, yeah. You're not going to want to read my one about 2020. It's all about eyesight? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> It's got, like, so many, like, different meanings. It's the, it's the year 2020, and there's a guy that has 2020 vision, and he's, like, looking back uh, about the last the years of his life. Well, it's not going to be about any of us yeah. in this room because we all wear glasses. <laughs> Well, for everyone listening back to the archives from past 2020, uh, I guess you'll know that everything in this screenplay has come true. Uh, quick sidebar, Philip. Yeah, sidebar. Okay. If hindsight is always 2020, and he wrote a screenplay about 2020, that's uh, the future. Is he from the future writing in hindsight? Everything he writes comes true later. Well, it's I like, it's not like I'm a fucking goddamn sidebar wall security is just security never been is good. terrible. Oh, all right. Sidebar, hey, you guys sidebar, sidebar, sidebar over. over sidebar over. God. Were you having a sidebar yeah, with us? Talking about chimichangas. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't want to, oh, man, I cut into that sidebar. Hey, Grant, can I have a sidebar? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. What, the, what are they doing having a sidebar without us? Yeah, it's like. We're right here in the room. You can't just have a sidebar. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna talk to someone, yeah. talk to our, everybody. Our, our security's terrible. I can oh. hear everything. Oh man. Oh, uh, sidebar over. Oh, sidebar over. You guys are great. We have no gripes. Oh, what were you guys just talking about? Uh chimichangas. Oh, cool. oh yeah, cool. Mm. They're the best. God, so good. Fry a burrito and it just comes comes alive. Justin, I will answer any question you ask me. <laughs> have you ever been hypnotized? Okay. I'm going to give a real answer here, Please uh, do. Yeah. and it is one time I went to a, to a county fair okay. where they were going to have a hypnotist, and I was all about that. I enthusiastically sat in the front. I enthusiastically raised my hand to volunteer. I went up on stage, and he started to do his hypnotizing thing, and he was trying to get everyone to fall asleep, and I just was not it was not taking with me and uh after about five minutes of me not being hypnotized he was just like yeah you can go sit down oh, and i i was super bummed because i wanted to be hypnotized so bad i wonder mm. if there's just like and certain people who can't be hypnotized i'm wondering if that's it because i know that if you don't want to be hypnotized it won't happen i've heard that too and yeah. that that's like I've researched this topic since because but you I wanted to be. I wanted to be so bad. I wanted huh. to be able to act like an idiot without judgment. Yeah. Uh, I think I, is that why Wait, I do it? That's why. That yeah, sounds. Yeah, familiar. you're still under hypnosis <laughs> from that county fair right now. Oh no! <laughs> you stopped smoking and became an improviser at that carnival fair. <laughs> I thought I just turned my life around. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to be hypnotized, and it just did not happen. Oh, that's so sad. I got hypnotized once. Oh, Trophy's, trophy's back. Trophy's back. Hey. Thank God. Well, uh, tell us about getting hypnotized, Trophy. Well, one time I was hypnotized, and I was made to think that I wasn't a trophy. What did you think you were? 
camel. A camel? Yeah. Were you a one-humped camel or a two-humped camel? Dromedary. What does that mean? I did, that did not that, answer the is question. Is that an actual... What does that mean? I was a two-humped camel. Oh. Okay. Is that what dro- dromedary... Well, it's a type of camel. Can you say that word again, Dromed- please? Dromedary... 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 You want to ask a uh, trophy yeah. question, Philip? Hey, yeah, actually, I really do. Uh, yeah, look into trophy's trophy eyes. Paper. Question from Philip. Uh, you weren't here, Trophy, but this is Philip's corner. I'm going to stare into your eyes. I have eyes. Good. Stare into his stars. Is Tro- that okay if he stares in your stars, Trophy? Yes. Trophy. Yeah. Do you think that stars are really what we're made of? Yes. Good answer. Good answer. Was, that was insightful. <laughs> Good answer. Do you think like celebrity stars are made of like more stars or just like fresher stars? Bigger stars. Bigger. Brighter. Good answer. Oh, nice. Better than us. Jeez. Wow. All right. Wow. This guy's profound. Did you get uh, good grades in school? Did uh, you get a lot of gold stars? I did in grade school, but then I dropped out. Trophy, you dropped out of school? I joined the circus. Trophy, I never knew this what did about you, you. What did you do in the circus? I was a part of the High Flying Trapeze Act. Oh, wow. This is very f- similar to the story of Dudley Riggs. <laughs> well, I guess sort of. He went to China. I stayed in the United States. Sure. Hey, Grant, could I have a sidebar with you? Yeah, sure. I'm thinking about maybe adding Trophy to the group. Yeah, I mean, the, those trapeze skills could really take things <laughs> up a notch. And the thing that he said about stars being better than us... Kind of made me think that maybe Trophy's better than us. Yeah. People would be like, oh, yeah, it's those three schlucks, but, you know, but that Trophy. One's, yeah, Trophy. That one's the, shiny. The guy with the little gold star on the top? Yeah. That would be... Oh, we'll, keep it we'll, we'll table it. All right. We'll table it. Okay. Right, sidebar, sidebar over. Cool. Oh, what were you talking about? Chimichangas. Oh, cool. Oh, I love chimichangas. Mm. <laughs> Who doesn't, Trophy? Everyone does. You're right. Well, I have a final question for all three of you in the room. Uh, if the four of you, including uh, Kenneth, were to were to if you were to add trophy to the group, oh. uh, what would you name the the group of four? Face commander. Face, Face commander. commander. <laughs> Fantastic! That has been Philip's corner. Yay! <laughs> pew, 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 pew. All right, are you are you guys ready to do some improv? Yeah. Oh boy, am I. Next improv. Since the dawn of man. People have wondered how to take names of things and shorten them into just a few mouth sounds. They have done that by abbreviating things with letters. Acronyms! Thank you, disembodied voice. An acronym is what you might hear in many different occasions. Let's join the brainstorming session of Bradley and Chet as they come up with the brand new acronym. Uh, Bradley. Yeah, um, Chet. So got this thing i've been working on it's uh coming together real nice um the thing is it i just don't know what to call it uh i think what i what i have right now is is too long okay let me let me hear it well it's for breathing underwater right so i've been calling it a self-contained underwater breathing apparatus oh, i love it it's exactly what it is yeah acronyms yeah. you're just saying it's too long maybe unless you think it's fine I like it. I don't know. Chet, Bradley, 
Where's that new device you've been working on? Oh, it's 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 right here. Uh, uh, Jimmy's just been uh, just been under under for like about twenty minutes now. But he's surviving with his self-contained, self-contained underwater, underwater breathing apparatus. Breathing apparatus, yeah. That's brilliant. But it's too long. Is it? I don't know. I like it. No consumer's going to want to buy anything with a name that long. They want short, quick names. Well, I guess if we're going to advertise it on the television, we might need to say something quicker because those advertisement slots are, are very short. Figure something out, you two, or you're fired. Ugh. Okay. This is really rough. Do you want me to get you a cold beverage from the refrigerator? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. If you could just get me a, a cold beverage. How about a Coca-Cola classic product? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that'd be terrific. Is that Jimmy? Here's your carbonated soda pop Oh, that is branded Coca-Cola classic. Oh, man. It was really going to quench my thirst. What should we do about this self-contained underwater breathing apparatus? Acronym. Who keeps making that noise? Just a disembodied voice. Oh, okay. I call it DV for short. Oh, hey. DV. Acronym. Hey, thanks. Yep, we heard it. What if we took some of the letters out of self-contained underwater breathing apparatus and made a shorter word that, like, people could just say acronym okay so start with self self we'll get rid of the oh my god you're so fucking stupid okay what's up dv oh god an acronym what it self-contained underwater breathing apparatus scuba uh i like yeah yeah i guess that's that's not smart i could grow on me i think yeah We'll see what the boss thinks. I heard a DV in here. Did you come up with anything yet? Uh, no, it was us. It was me and Bradley here. So yeah. you didn't come up with anything? No, no we did. we're so close. We'll have something to you, stat. Uh, just ASAP, man. ASAP. I like it. All right. Got some good coke. Wait. Oh, hey. Wait. You only said coke, and I knew what you meant. Yeah, that's you did. I I knew what I meant too. Hey, uh, did you hear that that the boss promoted a disembodied voice to general manager? Yeah, I did. I thought it was completely appropriate. That guy really knows his shit. But like, how does he even come to the office? Do we know when he's on time or late? From what I understand, he never really leaves. Oh, that's, that's the a- thing. He's. Everywhere, always, probably listening to us right now. You don't think he's listening to us right? He's not like a creep like that, is he? Are you guys talking about the disembodied voice? Yeah, we're talking about the disembodied voice. You know, DV, I call him Dave. Dave? Yeah, DV. Dave. Wouldn't it be like Dev? Or Div? Um, I I don't know, he's always answered Dave. Hey Dave? Yes. Hey Dave. He was here the whole time! See, I told you. Um... That's right. The head of HR needs to know what people are talking about at all times. You're the head of HR now? That's right. I'm actually VP of HR. What? That makes sense. Soon I will be CEO of HR. <laughs> of HR. Jiminy Christmas, you were just brought on board last week. Hey, Dave. Well, I have a PhD in HR. 
guess yes. he's got that skill set. Also, it's DV for short. Do you, do you like My full name is Dave? Dis, you can call me Disembodied. And when we become better friends, you can call me DV. Oh, that's fair. I think, yeah. So your name's not Dave? My name is Disembodied Voice. I mean, I'm Barbara around the office. I'm Barbara Of the home. Connecticut Voices. I mean, most people just have one name, and it's usually not a... What is a, your name, sir? There's a voice from Minnetonka. Doug. Just Doug? Yeah, it's just Doug. I'm, I'm sort of like Beyonce. I'm looking I up your HR one. file. Don't don't do that. How can you look? You don't you don't really exist on this plane. Look at that that file cabinet over there is getting shuffled through on its own. Hey, he's like a g- 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 ghost. Oh no. That is a slur. I am a disembodied voice. Oh, oh you said the man. G word. I insulted the VP of HR. Can I call you Devo? <laughs> no. No, we're not friends yet. D I V O Devo. It seems like he's insulting you more than I did. Yeah, but he's actually uh, higher up. He's actually my superior. What? That's true. When did this happen? Yeah, I'm CEO of CEOs. It's when I got my PhD in CEOs. Holy smokes. That's a lot of acronyms. You could you could say HSMOs. I'm learning a lot about this company just sitting here at the water cooler. I'm learning a lot about certain letters. I don't really know what they all mean. You're getting good a, water. You're getting a look, BA look, look, and look, ED look, look. of business what <laughs> i just got a bachelor's i don't know what any of this means That's i feel okay. so lost get back to work yes yeah, since the dawn of man people have yearned to make things shorter disembodied voice seemed to climb the corporate ladder after learning how to make acronyms yes since acronyms have been around though there have been naysayers. People who don't want to shorten things and want to say everything out. There have been protests in the street, yelling, screaming, madness all around. Just because people can't decide on one thing. Um, actually, it's it's Christopher. I prefer Christopher. Chris, I, I'm just not a fan of. Yeah, but Chris is so much shorter. I could just call you that, like, hey, Chris, how's it going? Sure, okay, but I'm just, not, I just, it's my name, and I would just like, to be called Christopher, just my proper full name, please. Uh, so Topher's fine. No, uh, no, the full name Christopher. I, I please. call you Topher. No, 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 no. That no, makes no, me no. think of that guy from that '70s show. Uh, How about Topher? Topher. Topher fine. Oh yeah, no. like Topher. Like I just Toffer. really appreciate if you Toffy? could call me. Do I need to talk to HRDV about this? Call okay, call. I just want to be called Christopher. Oh, I've been written up three times this week for shortening for shortening things. You know, what? I'm not having it anymore. I am, I am protesting this company for their flagrant use of acronyms. What? That's what we are. We're acronym and co. <laughs> co stands for company. I am rallying the troops. I know there's other people like me that prefer the full, unshortened versions of things. We like unabridged dictionaries and the director's cut of every movie, and we will not have you shortening. Anything. How could you say something like that? Acronyms make things so much easier. Acronym and Co. is actually an acronym for Acronym and Co. Are you guys, are you here to protest Acronym and Co.? My name is Timothy Rogerstein. Hello. Hello, Christopher Ritter. Oh, that's a good long name. I like that. Yes, thank you. And I appreciate it that you are learning the full correct name. Yes, Christopher. I'm very happy to have you here. What's your name again? Timothy Rotterdam. Nice I'd to meet you, like Timothy. Just, yeah, the whole thing, well, actually. I'm sorry. I appreciate that. Timothy Rottenham. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
So uh, what I've had planned now is that we're going to protest in front of the the Akron and Co building um, with a couple other uh, friends of mine. Great. Excuse me. Is this the uh, against acronyms meeting sesh? Uh, session. Session. Actually. Yes. Oh, I just say that it's sort of like acronym an and co thing. meeting session. Acronym and company w- meeting what session. What can I help you with? Well, I just I I thought maybe. Hey guys, could... is this AA? No, it's uh, acronym and co acronym associates or anonymous. Yeah. AA acronym and co acronym and co. No, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is this is going crazy. Acronyms are spreading like like a disease. Guys, we say the long versions of things. We prefer it to be said that way. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to make it quick for us to be able to organize quickly and protest. A shortened protest would be of no benefit to us because it would negate our message. Hey, I think you guys should all follow a little acronym I follow. It's called cool it's don't, a way to keep your don't do keep, it keep yourself no. nice and chilled out i don't like this in times of conflict c is for cool uh, this uh. is gross don't o is for oh you're oh so cool Jeez. yeah say the whole thing oh, this is good Please. o is for oh oops. my god actually oh actually god. You know what? I, i've second thoughts i actually like this he's taking a short word and lengthening it yeah, I guess letter by letter l is for let me take that step-by-step process you have and shorten it with an acronym cool no. <laughs> so what did acronym and code do to you friend they made me ceo of of hr see the way are you here to protest, you're just though? chairman because i was there and then I got replaced by a disembodied voice. A DV, I like to call it. That whole place oh, is run by DVs now. You know what I say about acronyms? I say KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. That's a good one. Can I use that in the future? Yeah. I teach a class on acronyms. Oh, cool. Although we call it a C. Can we get to protesting? Okay, look, I've brought enormous signs so that we can all write our, our full sentence slogans and start this protest right. All right. My poster board's only 8 by 10. Maybe we could shorten what we want to say and put it on that. I think you should just write really small. I think that would be the best best thing to do in this situation. But if you write really small, then only people who are really small can get the message. And I don't think that's fair. We'll take a lot of close-up photos and send them to them. I've got a chant that we could do. Okay. These acronyms have got to go. Now everybody cheer along with us. These acronyms have got to go. Now everyone cheer along with us. These acronyms have got to go. Now everybody cheer along with us. These acronyms have got to go. Now everybody cheer along with us. These acronyms have got to go. Now everybody cheer along with us. Do you hear them out there? I do. It sounds just effective. It's is it working? It's a it's working. Do you do you see how few acronyms they're using? We've truly met our match. But no, we're Acme acronyms. Yes, acronyms made <laughs> consistent everywhere. Do you other voices hear what's going on out there? Yes. They're getting more and more people to chant along with them. This is terrible, DV3. I think we need to enact our new acronym, KEEP, which is Keep everything elongated prone, which is away from us. Uh, Excuse me, sirs. Uh, DV1, DV2, DV3, 
The protesters sent some photos of their signs, which are very difficult to read from a distance because they don't abbreviate anything. It looks like a serial killer wrote these. Yeah. They wrote really small and sloppy. Oh, this one's very interesting. There's no sense of rhythm to this at all. Let's hear it. Okay. I don't appreciate acronyms because they shorten things a lot and then don't make any sense because I don't know what they mean. Hey, hey, ho, ho. That hey, hey, ho, ho seems out of place. Yeah, well, I think that that's the rhythmic part. I think I think it's continued on this picture. It says, hey, hey, ho, ho, acronyms would be better off in a different place than they are here in this town. I would like you to take them to another location, please. Well, that one almost has rhythm. Yeah, it looks like they were going for something, but kind of were a little, you know, a little elaborate in the way they, they phrased it. I feel like they could have saved so much time showing us the dis- the distaste they hold in their heart for us. By using acronyms. They could have said acronyms sound silly. Ass. Exactly. <laughs> you can make an acronym out of anything. And you can make an ass out of anybody. What if we counter protest the protesters with Ooh. our ass signs? <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Let's take to the street with our huge asses. Ass, 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 ass. What are you guys doing? We're protesting you. You can't protest us. We're protesting your protest. But shorter and more more concise. Yeah, that's right. Because you're just ass, 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 ass. It's not only short, but it's also kind of vulgar. Are they calling us ass or are they? Yeah, are we the asses? I don't think so. I don't so. know what it look, they have periods between every letter, but I don't know what the letters stand for. Do, yeah. Acronyms are ineffective if we don't know what they mean. It's less helpful cuz it's just gibble gobble I've never hated acronyms more in my entire life. It's just floating signs saying ass over and over. By the way, are they like ghosts or They're disembodied voices. Yeah. They run the company now. Right. If uh, you call them Devo, they get mad. Let's come up with an even better, longer chance to wipe out their ass protests. You know what? Let's make it personal. Okay. Let's wipe these asses. And so it went. The people who preferred acronyms took one side, and the people who preferred to use longer phrases on another. And they stood off for days and weeks on end, and not a lot got done at Acronym & Co., the office became a barren wasteland, but still a few people tried to get some work done from the day today. I, I, I can't believe they turned the office into a desert. This is the worst. These working conditions are not conducive to getting work done. Yeah, the guy who replaces the water coolers is out protesting, so we're just going to have to deal with it. Mark? Mark? Yeah. Oh, he's such an ass. Wait, what does that mean again? What? It means he's a he's asshole. A di- he's, he's a dick. He's, oh, yeah. sorry. I thought that was... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, totally. What's he thinking? He wasn't thinking about us. I can tell you that much. <gasps> yeah, guys. Oh. Guys. I've had a breakthrough. Mark, what? Look, I've been working alone every night into the evening. Did hours you bring some water night. with you? or No time for guys, water. Let him talk. Go. Look, I've been struggling... I was like, how can we get these messages across quickly without shortening the words, okay? So I was like, pictures. Pictures get messages across quickly. But 
if we add phrases to the pictures, we can get a, our message across even faster. You guys, I just invented memes. Memes? Memes? Memes. Does that stand for something? No, I legitimately don't name. know. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mark Meme. Mark Meme. Mark Meme's the water guy. You guys, this will revolutionize the industry. We don't even need acronyms if we have good memes. But these memes, will some of them be better than others? Of course. It'll be made by people on the internet of varying quality. But what will we say to let people know about this quality? We can't just say good and bad. Some of them will be dank. Dank? <laughs> dank? That's, That's usually... right. They'll be measured on a dank scale. Like one to ten or one to dank? Just dank or not, really. <laughs> As I understand it, it, it sounds as if there's a there's a threshold though. Perhaps people over a certain age won't understand these memes. If I make a meme, will it be dank? By default? Not by default. Only the internet will be able to decide. I don't know if I like other people deciding my worth by based on how dank something is. Well then don't stay off the internet. Alright. Guess point. I'll guess I'll see you later. I wish it oh, was... wait. Look at this. Click. I took a picture of him, and now I'm adding this caption. Defeated. So now my feet will take me away. What? I <laughs> never said that. That's pretty dank. That's Is it dank? dank? Is that a dank oh, meme? Oh, yeah, that's a dank. dank. You made me a dank meme. And, and now, look, guys. There's moisture in here. It got dank in here due to the dank meme. Holy smokes. We got to make more dank memes. More dank memes, everybody. Okay, I start with a picture and then caption it. Okay, um, uh, I'm gonna take a picture. Take a picture of that trophy and caption it. First place at being a loser. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, water! Water! Oh, wow. Water! It's starting to con condense on the ceiling. Oh, nice! I'll take another one. All that glitters isn't always gold. Oh, oh, oh wow! It's dripping. It's starting to drip. Nice. I'm emptying so my garbage can. I'm gonna use it as a catch for this, for this moisture. I'm going to take a picture of the garbage can. So much potential. Still empty. Oh, that's oh, wow. so dank. That's super dank. Oh, my gosh. I I'm going to try taking a picture of the same garbage can and see if I can make a different meme. All right. What it feels like when I'm not, when I'm sick. Oh, oh man. Super dank. Oh, it's pouring. It's raining inside take, the office. I'm going to take a picture of your meme. And I'm going to caption it and make it say Dankception. Whoa! I'm going to take a picture of your meme, of his meme, and write meta enough for you on it. Oh, so Whoa. dank. <laughs> so dank. Oh, guys, do you hear that? That rumbling? Yeah, what is that? The water. It's the water. It's filled up this floor. It must be filling up other floors. There's tons of water above us. The memes are spreading. Too dank. Too, too, too dank. dank. Too dank. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take a picture of this. A selfie. <laughs> Drowning in dank. <laughs> and so, Acronym Co. crushed under the weight of tons and tons of dank water. Not only did the building crumble, but soon after, the company flopped. Kids... Have I ever told you the story of Acronym Co? <gasps> yeah, tell, me, tell, tell us again. Tell us again. A long time ago, there was a company who thought that they could make things shorter. 
Grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa. It's grandchild number three. What was the name of this company? It was called Acronym and Co. Ah. Co stood for company. Now, as you know, acronyms have been outlawed for years. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is its full and proper length. That's exactly right, children, which is good for my story, because I have to talk to make myself know I'm still alive. We all do. If we're not talking, we're just dead, and then our body, our voices will become disembodied and leave us. Exactly. Now, grandchild number two. Yes? Okay, good. I was checking to make sure you were oh, still yeah, alive. Yeah. I'm, I'm whispering really, really softly, but I'm still talking to make sure I'm still alive. Okay. But not whispering any, any shortened words like, like, so, like the shorter version of self-contained underwater breathing apparatus or anything like that. Well, why would you ever want to shorten that? People wouldn't know what it means. Yeah, carry on. What were you gonna say? I was saying, the acronym and co. Uh, they uh um. Children, I think I forgot the story. Grandpa, are you dying? I, I think. But wait. Are your memories being shortened? I can't talk. Oh, Grandpa. Just tell us goodbye. Tell us goodbye. Hello there, disembodied voice of your grandfather. No! I'm just here to say goodbye, or as we like to say it in the spirit world, GB. No! And that's our show. Thank you to We Have Faces. Thank you to... Grant. And Justin. Uh, and to Kenny, even though he couldn't be here. And uh, and you know what? Thanks, Trophy. You're welcome. You can see We Have Faces... September and October on Wednesday nights at Huge Theater. That's right. That's Huge Theater, 3037 Lindale Avenue South in Uptown Minneapolis. Uh, Huge Wednesdays starts at 8 p.m. Uh, is... Seven dollars, or did they? Is it eight? Uh, now? I think it's eight now. Eight dollars for a minimum of four groups. It's a great deal. Uh, typically, it's highly entertaining and enjoyable. So please check that out. Support live theater. You can go to hugetheater.com to check out information about this event and more. Do you guys have a, a Facebook page or anything for people to follow what you're doing? Yes, we do have a Facebook page. It's We Have Faces. Just search that on on Facebook, and it will totally be there. Okay. By the time this By the is time, released. yeah, time is out. Okay. It will be a Facebook page. I am from the future. It has happened. So Facebook.com slash we have faces. In case it's unavailable, yeah. we could try a few. Yeah. We Grant, have... write a write a screenplay about about this Facebook existing. Oh yeah, that'll that'll help it come to fruition. So or totally. or we have faces improv. It might be that if we have faces is taken by okay. some face having organization. Gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh man. So. Uh, cool. Philip, what do you have going on these days? Check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash philipsimondet. Which is never-ending joy. Hey, Philip, how can people get a hold of us? They can send us an email to nextatbatpodcast at gmail.com, like us on facebook.com slash nextatbat, and check us and other amazing podcasts out on noisepicnic.com. Or go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, rate and review us, let us know what you think. Tune in next week when we're going to have somebody else on. Maybe we'll just have a solo trophy episode. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, but until then, as always, make sure that you pre-write your epit... Uh, your epit... 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 Your epit... Your epit... Epit... Gravestone. <laughs>